Welcome to the Fargo Christian Podcast. The Fargo Christian Podcast's mission is to bring together and have open conversations with pastors, business owners, nonprofit workers, and truthfully anyone who has our same mission in mind, uniting the church. Each week we will have conversations surrounding one main question, what is God doing in your life? Will you laugh? Hopefully. Will you cry? Maybe. All we know is that Jesus clearly lays out his goal for the church in John 17, and we are doing our part to accomplish that. We hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back. Good good morning. Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you choose to listen. Um... Same thing goes. Happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Sunday. If you're listening to this on Sunday, you'll back-to-back episodes. Yeah, you could listen right away tomorrow at 5 a.m. End your day with the Fargo Christian Podcast and start your next day. Start your week. Start your week. Well, Sunday is the start of the week. In some cultures. Our culture, isn't it? Yeah, but not everyone listens podcasts in our culture not just people from our culture since the podcast i understand what you're saying that was um there's a term for what i just did and i don't know what it is but for whatever that term is i'm sorry (laughs) it wasn't my intention (laughs) (laughs) so um nick jordy i know everybody's dying to hear you had a week off last week. I did. How was it? It's. It feels like it's been forever it's, since I yeah. recorded last. It's been a while. I was worried that I wouldn't know what to say or what to do. It wasn't good week off. It was? It wasn't. It was. Sports-wise, it wasn't. Oh, sure. And if you're listening to this, yeah, there's no, there's no way you're listening to this before we recorded. For right. today. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a spoiler. Again, a bad Sunday. Right. If you're a, a, a Minnesota sports fan. Yeah. A Vikings fanhood. Right. Which I am. Um, but it's good to be back. I'm glad I'm back. On the podcast. On the podcast. Yeah. Not. Watching football. Watching football. I mean, you not, like watching football. Just not on Sundays. When it's not when going it's well. not going well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad I'm back. Mm-hmm. As, as you guys know, I started a new job and, um, uh, something I realized with this new job. So I've always had to get up early for work. Really early. Really early. Yeah. Um, so it's like 5.30 AM. I mean, some people probably get up earlier. We'll probably, no, probably here. No, 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 it's up early. Really 5.30 is probably the earliest. <laughs> Um, so I always get up at 5.30 a.m. and have to be out at the door in like 10 minutes. Yeah. And that's who I am. <laughs> Throughout my entire life has been through school. It was like, if I had to leave, I would not want to get up before class until I had the five minutes and I could brush my teeth on the way to class. I just didn't want to get out of bed yeah. before then. But now it's like I get up. I don't know if it's just because I'm older or I've just been so naturally getting up early. But I still get up at 530. 
and I don't have to be at work till seven thirty. Wow! So the first That's couple of days, of I'd wake up and not know what to do for like two hours. Dang! But now I've started to have a routine. Routines are good. And I absolutely love it. Yeah, I've never been a routine person, but my mornings are so amazing now. Yeah, it's. I I don't know if you've ever if you're a routine person, Jordy. I I try to be, but it's like I've always like my whole family is routine people. Like they yeah. always get up early to eat, yeah. Get just have some time, right? To be be by themselves, just yeah. get ready for the day. And I always thought that was ridiculous. Like you have limited time to sleep in your life, right? Why not just sleep up until room. you can? Yeah, yeah. But now it's like, I see it and it's like, wow, my day goes so much better when I have a nice morning. I'm not rushing when I can have more than just a granola bar or yogurt for breakfast. Yeah. There's just, in my opinion, one of the best ways to start a day is a cup of coffee at home. That's right. Like, I really enjoy coffee. We've talked about that probably. Mm Mm-hmm. But I really love drinking coffee at home. It's really nice. And I make, I what I end up getting to school and I make coffee in my classroom. Um, mm-hmm. I get made fun of quite a bit for it. But I had, like, I have to, you know. I'm not going to drink the Folgers or the Mint Cafe that they have in the break room. Mm-mm. Just not going to happen. Um, but so I have my, uh, currently it's a roast from 20 Below. Yeah. And a little, a little V60 pour over. You know, a little V sixty, little uh, little, little travel sized gooseneck, a little something something. Yeah, yeah, and it's great, but it's not as good as if I was sitting at home. It's just something about it. Yeah, like I, I brought a cup of coffee mm-hmm. here. Yeah, you did um, from home. Yeah, that I made at home. Yep, and sucked. Oh, if I would have had at home, it would have been the best thing in my life. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, uh, also turns out Nick's a Padres fan. Well, there's a free mug at a game I went to. Okay, so he likes free mugs. Yeah. He's a fan of the free coffee cups. And free coffee. And free coffee. If it's good. Was it free coffee? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. It was um, not free. Not a sponsor coffee. Sure. Not that 20 Blow is. Yeah, 20 Blow is not sponsored. Little Joy Coffee from the hometown. Ah, Northfield. 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 That's right. Yeah. Very good. I absolutely love it. I, it. We didn't have a coffee shop when I grew up there, um, but now we do, and it's absolutely incredible. Is there is there a horror movie called Greenfield? Cloverfield. Cloverfield. That's it. I went to Greenvale Elementary School in oh, Northfield. So that, and now it all makes sense. There's cloves of garlic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I understand now why I made all those mistakes. It's okay. Um, but every time you say Northfield, I think of that movie. I've never actually oh. even seen that movie. But you haven't? No, but for some reason in my head, Northfield is a really scary place because I always associate it with <laughs> that horror movie. It is a pretty scary town in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. There's a coffee shop now. There is a coffee shop. And if you're ever driving through, not that you ever would need to, you never know. Six miles off the interstate. It's a hard interstate. Happens. Hard, hard left turn. 
Wow. But, uh, yeah. You're driving through. Yeah, it's a little joy. little cup of joy. Let me just say, too, if you're a fan of this podcast, you have learned that sometimes the hard left turns are the best turns. That's right. So, little hard left turn, find yourself a cup of joy in Northfield, not to be confused with Cloverfield, Minnesota. That's right. Jerry, how was your week? Honestly? Puff up my week too much. Well, first off, we needed that. <laughs> Let me speak on behalf of everybody. We needed that. Um, my week was honestly so great. Yeah? Um, I'm really, really happy with how school has started. Um, my All my classes are off to a good start. Mm-hmm. My schedule works out really well. Um, there was a small moment of, I don't know if panic is the right word. Um, pandemic. Pandemic. There was. There was a small moment of pandemic this week. Um if we use pandemic as a verb. I'm pandemicking. Yeah. Wumbo. Like pandemic is some well, okay. Let's go away from that. But uh what happened <laughs> <laughs> what happened was that uh we found out that the number of cases in our county has increased to the point where we have to go distant learning mm. in Moorhead Public Schools. Or it's recommended that we go distant learning in our public schools. So the high school, which I'm not at, the high school is going fully distant learning. Hmm. Which also, I thought, maybe for a moment, meant that tennis season was done. Oh. Um, And the girls also thought that tennis season was done. So we get to practice on Thursday. Everybody thinks this might be our last last practice. Everybody's crying. There's a lot of tears. Everyone's crying. It was a rough day. Um... And then Friday morning found out that tennis continues. So it was like Thursday night was really stressful, but then the rest of the week was just great. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's been honestly a really good week. That happened on Thursday? That was Thursday. So your weekend's been really good? Well, everything up until that moment on Thursday was good. Okay. And then since then. Everything's been good. It's been really good. Other than that, like. So just stressful Thursday. Like three hours of panic on thursday afternoon well i'm glad tennis isn't canceled i do i always see a twinkle in your eye when you talk about I, tennis i enjoy tennis coaching a lot. It. i also started playing in a tennis league that's right how is how has that been oh we lost really bad <laughs> um i haven't played competitively in a long time mm. i play at practice non-competitively well i won't say that i'm not competitive but i will say that there are times where I choose to not hit the best oh. shot oh. in an effort to put one of my players in a position where they need to take advantage of something. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm trying to think of how to in, explain it in baseball terms, but I just can't Don't think of worry. anything. Don't try. Don't worry about it. Just okay. try to put it in tennis terms. I'll put it in tennis terms. Sometimes I'll leave a ball short intentionally for my singles players to force them to come to the net. Mm. And to force them to hit a good approach shot, mm. things like that, or I'll float a ball across the middle intentionally, playing doubles, to see if I can get the girl at the net to come across and take it. Mm. Um, sometimes, of course, I make those mistakes unintentionally too, because I I really am not a phenomenal tennis player. Um, but I felt really bad at tennis on Wednesday night at league because oh, you started oh, doing that. Well, well not on purpose. To... <laughs> Um, it's just, I was a little behind. All of a sudden you were playing 
and you just saw the opponents as your high school girls. Yeah. And you thought, perfect opportunity oh. to leave it short. Yeah, I need to leave it short. I need to let this guy practice. <laughs> Wasn't the case. Um, Has there ever been a time when one of your players was late to practice and you said, everyone off the court, and you have that person come out of the court and you just demolish them in a match? No, that's oh. never happened. Shoot. Um, there was one time, this is probably the meanest thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Should I share this story? Uh, I think everyone wants to hear you be mean for once. Okay. Um, well, a kid had his phone in his pocket during practice, mm-hmm. and he was texting. And I said, hey, we're in practice. Put your phone away. He said, all right. And then five minutes later, I noticed him texting again. So I told him that the second time, dude, you got to put your phone away. Mm, dude. No phones in practice. Uh, and he said, yeah, fine. And then five minutes later, I saw his phone out again. Actually, I have two really mean stories. Oh. Um, but anyway, so I got, I sent everybody to the sideline, mm-hmm. except for the kid that was on his phone. Mm. And I said, so-and-so is bored. So he's going to watch you guys run for a while. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So he watched the team run and he hated it a lot. Whoa. Um, but he learned a lesson. Well, hard knocks. Yeah. The other time um, we were doing a drill. It was a pretty hard drill called boot camp. Um, you do a lot of running in this drill. Oh. And the kids were tired and one kid started cussing out another kid and like it was getting pretty tense, mm-hmm. uh, especially for a tennis practice. It was getting really tense. Um, and uh, there was just a couple things like that from the week that just really frustrated me. Mm-hmm. And then it started raining, which in tennis usually means practice is done. But you said... But I said, everybody drop your rackets. We're running laps around the fence until the rain stops. <laughs> but I knew that it wasn't going to rain for very long. And it's dangerous to play when the courts are wet. Yeah. So in a way, I was protecting them. And I was making them better by conditioning them. But I was also being kind of mean by making them run. In the pouring rain. Well, it was a... A thick sprinkle, <laughs> as Josh Shout Link would say. Joshua Link. Yeah. So anyway, those are the two meanest things I've ever done. Did anyone throw up? Nope, no one threw up. Um, we had a practice one time of lacrosse. Yeah. This is after a game when a fight broke out. Between two teams or between your team? Between two teams. Wow. At the end of the game. A In a high school game? Yeah. Crazy. Um. The bench is cleared, as they say. They, we everyone ran into the field. Wow. Um, but anyway, we had to practice. And um, one of our, our coaches at the time, we the, our, my high school just started just started having um, sanctioned lacrosse. So we actually had like, a paid coach. Um, and he was, a high, he was a college student. Yeah. And uh, so we... We all came to practice, and we all kind of thought, just another day of practice, and one of the kids brought, uh, um, they weren't, they were like those colored popsicles, like the rainbow popsicles. Like oh, a, red, white, and blue. Yeah. Yeah. And he brought those, and we're all having them. And then our coach came, and we get ready, and he has us leave our sticks at our bags. Yeah. 
and we start running for like an hour just running and running and running and um i threw up mm. could happen to anybody just all the rainbows came yeah. out and then we stopped running yeah and i felt a lot better that's good but to uh, run more to run more yeah so i was wondering if you had any of the kids throw up Nope, I've, so never, was, I've never made a kid throw up. That was one of the worst experiences of a practice I ever had. Yeah. I should say. Running to a point of throwing up. So there's eight tennis courts. Yep. And at the high school, they're just in one straight line. Mm. Um, and it rained for the amount of time of one lap. <laughs> so <laughs> we did technically run until the rain stopped, but it was one lap, which... We also did in warm-ups. <laughs> so, was there a part of me that hoped it would rain longer? Yeah, probably. But my point was made. It was probably the maddest any of my tennis kids have ever seen me. So That's good to know. If you ever see Jordy, and you ever worry about making him mad, just remember the meanest thing he's ever done was make his high school students jog one lap around the tennis court. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's up there. Honestly, that's <laughs> up there with the meanest things I've ever done. Well, you know what time it is. It is time to recap last week. Hard left <laughs> turn. <laughs> so, Jordy, you talked to Ali Hoffman. Hoffman. No, that's what we promised two weeks ago. <laughs> and then... Uh, our schedules just didn't work out. So you, in reality, talked to Aaron, Aaron Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. Um, who works with Allie. And Allie so kindly, when I said, or when she said, sorry, this isn't going to work this week. Mm-hmm. But if you want, I can connect you with Aaron, who I have kind of known for a while. Um, you have known. I have known Aaron for kind of a while. <laughs> <laughs> Good way of. Of redefining a while. (laughs) Uh, I just wasn't sure what part you were confused by, so. (laughs) I would just let him know that you've known Aaron, not Allie Hoffman Hoffman. has known Allie. (laughs) Um, Anyway, yeah, so so Aaron sat down and uh, we talked about crew and talked about Mm -hmm. he goes to Ignite and serves at Ignite Church also. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, nope. Um. But yeah, we kind of just recapped, and uh, well, we're going to recap. Aaron and I talked about what campus ministry looks like mm-hmm. currently, um, and it was it was great, honestly. Yeah. I and I know so the things that Aaron is doing in Crew doesn't speak for every campus ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't even speak for Crew at all three universities in Fargo Moorhead. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a perspective that I didn't have. So it's kind of kind of exciting for me. Um, you had a chance to listen to it. Yeah. What uh, what stood out to you? Um, I love what he talked about with uh, so obviously that a lot of the topic was about how ministry is different with mm-hmm. the kids right now. Um, I really enjoy how it's it's kind of more focused, like because obviously crew they do an amazing job with missions um, and sending kids out, and they have so many 
amazing fundraisers they do. Um, right now they're doing the they're, they 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 need rakes. Yeah. So if you didn't listen to the last podcast, if you got a spare rake laying around, put a postage stamp on it and send it to crew. Crew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Um, probably two stamps, right? It goes by weight. I've never mailed a rake. I haven't either. I don't. Let's go three stamps just to be safe. Three Continue. stamps. One, two, three. Send it to crew. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but but they they such an amazing job of, of doing missions. But now it's so focused like on on the student. Yeah. Individually, um, and just kind of he talked about really about how the students are in such a unique time. Um, obviously college students, when they're coming in, it's already a stressful adventure mm-hmm. um, for a lot of kids, for 90% of kids coming into college, they think they want, they know what they're doing or they, they, they don't know what they're wanting to do. And it's just like, it constantly changes. Um, they're on their own for the most part, a lot of the kids. Yeah. And so it's adult, young adults, I should call them, not kids. Yeah. For the young adults, they're on their own for the first time, and that's already a world of emotions. But now you throw in the pandemic that's going on, right? And so you throw uncertainty on top of uncertainty on top of uncertainty, and just a whole whack of things go wrong. And I just I loved how he kind of talked about how it's almost like a refocus for crew, is kind of looking at them, and, and and almost just building them up, yeah, and using this time as a as a as a as an opportunity to prepare them, yeah. And, and it's it, it, it put a good perspective. I know <clears throat> we are, I, it's so important to to recognize where you're at and what season you're in. Um, not to throw throw around the, the, the Christian season y kind of thing, but yeah. in reality it's it, in, in the current current period is to recognize where you're at. Um, whether it's a stressful, uh, uh, joyful or whatever it is, everything in between, to recognize where you're at and, and take advantage of that, you know? If it's a season of, of, of growth, like take advantage of that. If you're, it's a stressful season of growth, take advantage of that. If it's right. a blessed season where you can continuously pour into people's life, take advantage of that. Um, and it seems like crew is really taking advantage of an opportunity to pour into these kids' lives. Right. And I thought like absolutely amazing for them to, to recognize that and use that um, right now. Yeah. What I, what I think is so exciting too about what they're doing is the looking at um opportunities to serve their community mm-hmm. um you know and they've crew has always done a really good job and campus ministries in town have always done a really good job of serving the university mm-hmm. um and but he talked a lot about how they're kind of wanting to give back to churches that support them they're yeah. wanting to give back to the community that like whether they do or do not support, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's where the rakes come in. Mm-hmm. They, he's just, he said they're looking at ways to, to do that. Um, which is really exciting to me. And, yeah. and that, that was kind of one of the big things that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, quick joke. <laughs> <laughs> quick joke. <laughs> joke time. <laughs> I just didn't want to let this one slide. Um, you had said to not say something very Christian seasoning. 
And when we think of Christian seasoning, of course, salt. We are the salt of the earth. I just had to look up the reference, Matthew 5, 13 through 16. So, we are the salt of the earth. So, <laughs> I also didn't want to stop you in the middle of what you're saying <laughs> to make that quick joke, but I did want to make that quick joke. Oh, glad, <laughs> glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also back on track. Um, I also really found it interesting when he was talking about lamenting. Yeah. And that isn't something that I have spent a lot of time talking about or thinking about. Mm -hmm. But it really encouraged me to to dig into that a little bit more. Yeah. And you and just like though I think the way you said it was like realizing that it is okay to be sad and that like we don't as Christians need to just you know, fake it until we make it and mm -hmm. like pretend to not be happy until we are happy. Yeah. Or sorry, pretend to be happy even when we aren't. Yeah. Until that we are like. Yeah. And it was just really interesting, and mm -hmm. I enjoyed listening to him talk about that a lot. Yeah. Um, That's really good. I this week. I read, Lamentations. Mm. That's the one. And it's. It's really. He talked about it, like waking up, and reading it. Yeah. And how you don't want to read that in the morning right. but like like I, without like even really listening to what listening to that part of the podcast yet but like i woke up and i read lamentations every morning and it's it's not fun to read that like like he like he said it's like you kind of want to start your day off on a on a high note and yeah. enjoy it but i mean it's it's so important to recognize that like you said like don't like don't think you need to like pretend to be happy yeah. during it and like recognize how important it is to mourn and just throughout lamentations it's there there is such a small portion of it that talks about like you find finding joy in god and it's it's talking about our left turns like that where the scriptures where the scripture is at that point and then going into that is a hard left turn yeah. and then a hard left turns back into lamenting right. um, so you're like going the other way yeah and so it's just so <laughs> two left turns two left turns <laughs> go ahead <laughs> um, but like he said it's so important to to be okay with mourning and the bible like it doesn't shy away from it um there's there's psalms that are are, are lamentations yeah um and just the way the book ends not on a high note right it ends on like a, a confused lamentation yeah it's like well you do this i mean i don't know you might do that and that's how it ends there's yeah. like it's no conclusion to it and it's it's so important how you can relate to that because there's no conclusion to a lot of our, our 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 sorrows right we don't have answers to a lot of our sorrows besides just resting in jesus and understanding there is a hope, but not knowing like, oh, this is why I'm sad. This is why this is happening. All I need to know is that there's hope in Jesus. Yeah. I. 
I don't know why this verse sticks out in my head, but probably because when I read it, it was like, oh, there's like one positive verse in all of Lamentations. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's in Lamentations 3. Yeah. And, oh, you know why I remember this. We were playing a game. I went to crew and spoke once last year. Mm-hmm. And before I spoke, we played this game, and it was um, Lamentations or Taylor Swift lyric. <laughs> and it was really hard. <laughs> it's really, really hard. Um, but then there was one of them, and it was... Uh, I, I I can't actually find it. It was something like, yet I I still dare to hope. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. When I remember this, you know, and it was like, oh, that's positive. That's... There's no positivity in Lamentations. <laughs> so I sat down saying, that's Taylor Swift. And I was wrong. And I was so frustrated. Um, I haven't spent a lot of time reading Lamentations on the till this week. Yeah. Um... I underline a lot of stuff in my Bible. I know a lot of people don't, but I do. Yeah. That was the only part I had underlined in Lamentations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we need to talk to Aaron more about lamenting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it it was. I and I I don't want to I don't want to spend a lot more time on this because. Part of why we want to recap is to encourage those who missed last week to go back to last week because it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really loved the perspective it gave me on, um, you talked about healing a couple weeks ago. And in James chapter 5, at the end of James chapter 5, it's saying, you know, be, um, if you're, if you're, sad mm-hmm. or mourning suffering if you're suffering that's the word if you're suffering pray mm-hmm. if you're cheerful oh, yeah. rejoice and sing praise but if you're sick call someone mm-hmm. um and it just made me realize when he was talking about that like how god is truly with us in those moments and like if we're suffering pray to god because god is there with us in that suffering mm-hmm. um and we don't need we can, of course, but we don't need to reach out to other people mm-hmm. because God is right there. Um, so anyway, I just really love that perspective. Yeah. It looked like you might have one final thought. Um, not on the Lamentations thing. Oh, okay. So there anything you want to cover on that? Nope. About that We're done lamenting. Let's stop crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also talked about forgiveness. Yeah. And he was kind of... It's, I think it's important to realize when we suck at forgiveness. Yeah. Um, cause he kind of talked about how he struggled with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a common thing for us all to struggle with it. I really liked what he brought up about how easy it is to not forgive someone, not in like a bitterness way, yeah, but as a way of like, oh, they didn't, they're just having a rough day. I shouldn't, I don't need to forgive them, but that's still something that stews in you. And I re- I'm really, I, I absolutely love that he talked about that. And I love the way he put that and everything. Yeah. Um, one of the times I, I preached at youth was I talked about forgiveness. And I talked about how important it is to to, to just learn how to forgive. Yeah. And how important it is when you forgive, like you create unity. Um, and so just, just the fact that you realize that, like say like Jordy does something to me. And I think, oh, he just, he probably was just stressed out, has a, had a busy day. 
thinking about like forget like saying I'm like I forgive you for doing that almost is 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 such a bond builder and relationship grower yeah because there is a possibility that you do that and you're just thinking like even if you had a stressful day like if you're in a relationship with someone and you have a stressful day and you do something hurtful to someone and you just think like I'm a terrible person for doing that you know mm-hmm. and that person is probably just done with me for the day or for the week or whatever yeah but if like i forgive you it just continues to create that that bond and forgiveness like jesus doesn't see us when we like sin and be like oh sorry jesus i was hungry i just wasn't thinking He's like oh yeah yeah you're good you're good like he still seeks us to forgive yeah. to seek forgiveness for it yeah so I, I absolutely love when you brought that up yeah so all that to say it was a really great conversation it was um and I would highly recommend going back and giving it a ch- giving it a chance. Yeah. Uh, the old college try, if you will. Mm, the old campus ministry try. Yeah. Um, the, uh, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> we can stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, that does kind of lead me into actually scratch that it doesn't lead me into anything like yeah. squeaky squeaky squeak scratch yeah turntable yeah turntable scratch one thing that i think kind of ties into a lot of conversations that we've been having lately is the idea of church multiplication mm. um and you know this that that term drives me absolutely insane um why do you we'll get into that i promise to get into that all right um, and what's interesting to me is like you church multiplication is this like universal term in church world you know mm-hmm. like everyone talks about church multiplication mm-hmm. and i just uh, i hate it um and I don't, I don't hate the idea of it Good. <laughs> because the church should grow and mm-hmm. I want the church to grow. Um, how would you define church multiplication? The actual act of it? Just in general. Planting churches? The, the, the... That's a tough question. Yeah. How would I describe it? Because I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's well-defined. And I think that the multiplication piece adds something that it isn't intending to. And that's why it bothers me. But go ahead. I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Yeah. I know for both of us, it seems like church multiplication creates the idea of quantity over quality. Yeah. Like churches, 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 churches. Right. Um, Reality, we are the church. Yep. We are Reality. the children. <laughs> oh, <Sorry>. God. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we are the church. Yeah. So I... I the, the, the idea of church, like you said, like the idea of it is... Is 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 acts 
Yeah. Continue to grow. Continue to seek out others. Yeah. It's the Great Commission. Yep. Disciple. Yep. Pour in others. Create community. What what are what are, what what the idea behind our podcast is? Create unity. Um, but it, it it's it's so it it is. It's like you can't really put a label on top of it. You can't really put like a name of it. Um, it's just like the act of it. Right. You're you're planning churches, which also is another thing that I'm not. I don't really think it's a great way of putting it either. Planting church. Planting churches. Okay. Um, just because it's it's just another way of, because I think, I think we need to get a, away from the idea of church Sunday, church building, yeah. Um, because that it, like history lesson, it goes back to when the Germans translated church, translated to church, meaning creating into it a building. Um, when it goes back to edifying, building up, edifying the people, it's thought edifying is a great way of saying it but then when they looked at it edifying to means to build build the church build the house um so it kind of kind of it 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 kind of created this idea that church is a building um but in the bible it continues to talk about we are the church um and all that but so it's interesting that we talk about this because we we started up a confirmation on sundays again at at my relevant and one of the stuff that we talk about is what what is the hope of the church? And I asked students like, what how would you describe church? Mm. Um, and they said like a place where we go for like community, which it is. We go for community, right? Um, we go for unity. We go to grow and all that. And but then one student said, well, we are the church. Like we we the church is all around us. Like Christ came. Christ Christ is the bride of the church. Right. Can't be a bride of a, a building. Yeah. Right. So church. I feel like. If in the dream world, we can just get rid, rid of the idea that church is a building. Um, but that's so hard, especially since it's right. so built up and so in our in our mindset that church is on Sunday. Yeah. And for a non-believer to hear church, they think of the, the steeple over there. Right. Um, but church multiplication is just seeking out disciples, growing disciples, um, and just continue to make almost pockets of community. Yeah. Around people. Yeah. So, and so the reason that, and you spoke to it very well, um, but the reason that I think it, it gives a, a bad connotation specifically within growing the church mm-hmm. is um, that multiplication, and this is my, this is the math, math teacher coming out of multiplication is defined as repeated addition, mm. right? Um, so when you think of repeated addition, you're doing the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so if you want to like start another church, so, you know, you talk about church planting, so you want to plant another church. Mm -hmm. We're going to make another campus. We're going to do a satellite campus. We're going to do, you know, those are great things. Mm -hmm. It's opportunities for people to come in. But when you say church multiplication, and this is such a, like, it just feels like we're splitting hairs, you know, doesn't really matter in the long run. Um, but gosh, darn it. I'm going to be the change. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here for people. Yeah. Um, but so, <laughs> but when you look at like, when you look at intentionally planting a church and we talked about this on evangelism, when we, when we plant something, when mm-hmm. we start like plant a seed, 
Um, you know, Lauren and I have a garden. My grandpa has an incredible garden. Yeah. And so I've seen the intentionality of planting. Mm-hmm. And so when I think of growing another church and I think of the things that, the things that brought me into like, into like the fold, you know, like mm-hmm. I became a Christian because of, and when I answer that question, the answer to that question is never the, the, like the building. The answer to that question is never like the cool lights or the, like the really great sound system. Like I can, mm-hmm. like the music was phenomenal cause I could hear like every, every perfect, single note know? and like, those are great things. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely great things. Yeah. But when we're growing a church, like the things that brought me, the things that brought me into my faith were real conversations with people that I were close to. Yep. Um, it was like consistent, consistent accountability and love from people who I respected. Mm-hmm. And it was like just being surrounded by like my family and my like community of friends that, believed the same thing and like mm-hmm. encouraged me and sharpened me into the next part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at that intentionality and how many people needed to be intentional. Yeah. Um, you know, I think of John Edwards who you wouldn't, you'd have no way of knowing John Edwards. Nope. He was, um, he was one of our youth leaders in high school and he wanted to get lunch with me once a month. Hmm. And, I think we did it twice, actually. <laughs> but but once a month, he, he texted me mm-hmm. and he said, he either said, hey man, what day works this week? Or, and most weeks it didn't work for me, some weeks it didn't work for him, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there was always that check-in piece and he was yeah. intentional about like, this is important to me. You know, and it just like meant the world to me. But it was intentional and he took that time to do that and so church multiplication bothers me because it just like, it's doing it really fast. You yeah. Know? Multiplication is the lazy way of adding. Yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, but so addition is intentional, mm-hmm. you know, church addition, church addition. That's like, it's, it's one at a time and it's not a numbers game. That's the thing that bothers me. And, yeah. and like, and the thing that I hear people say all the time and I know people truthfully believe is that like church shouldn't be a numbers game. And I know that there's so many churches in Fargo-Moorhead, there's so many churches around the world that don't look at church as a numbers thing. Mm-hmm. And they don't view success by how many people are there or anything like that. But but then we say church multiplication and it just it just irks me a little bit because it yeah. comes off that way. Yeah. So wow. not that it really matters. Again, like it's a small point. It's a small yeah. point, but that's uh my two cents. If uh, there is video right now, yeah, you could see the steam coming out of Jordy's I'm ears human. right now. Yeah, <laughs> big time human. If there was, if there were tennis courts around here, Nick would be running laps. I'd be around. I'd jogging once around the just one once time around, around the court. court. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Church we can take that off our list now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the things we thought about talking about, hey. and now it can come off. Now we can subtract that from our list. There it is. Church subtract podcast subtraction. podcast subtraction. Too many podcasts out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, yeah. Next week, I'm really excited about talking with teachers. Yeah. Um. I'm not going to name any specific teachers yet. Made that because before. 
twice now where I've promised a guest and then audible last minute. Um, it's okay. We have we have full control of the playbook. Yep. Unlike her cousins, mm. according to the radio thing I was listening to. Oh. <laughs> they don't trust him. They don't give him control of the whole playbook. He can't run the show. We can run the show. We can run the show. Yeah. Sorry, Kirk. Maybe it'll it's come not your fault. Nice, Kirk. It's not your fault. Don't, Kirk. Don't do it, to Kirk. Him. It's not Don't your do fault. It to him. It's not your fault, Kirk. He's, anyway, he's probably crying right I'm now. Sure, he is. As much as Corey Ashbery's dad was when he sang him that song. Oh yeah, has to be. Has to be. I, we just hadn't mentioned our boy yet, so yeah, it's good to get it out there. there. Yeah, we've met our quota. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so next week we're going to have a few people in the education world on. Might be one, might be two, might be a bunch. Well, um, it's no matter what, it's going to be at least be two. It's going to be at least be two because right. I am, am in the education world. And as of last week, Nick is in the education world. That's right. Um, but we're not going to interview each other. No, we're going to bring other, we're gonna bring other people on. Yeah. Um, and just get a bunch of perspectives and... You know, kind of the same as last week. How can we pray for teachers? How can we pray for students? Mm-hmm. How can we pray for um, support staff and everyone in the so, education realm? I think it's going to be great. I'm um, excited. Did uh, weird way to end, but did you did you say how you liked your new job? It's incredible. You really like it. I love it. Good. That's it, really good to hear. The kids are absolutely it. amazing. Yeah, it's elementary school, right? Yep. Sweet. They're young, they're quick, scrappy and hungry. Young, scrappy and hungry, just like my boy Moana. <laughs> really close, Lin Manuel. Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, one of the top composers of my generation. Yeah, that's like a really good way to say it. You nailed that. That I was just trying to say you nailed that. <laughs> uh, Chuck is calling. <laughs> Should we put him on? Chuck from church. Put him on. Um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll answer later. Okay. Or I'll answer later. I'll call him back in a little while. <laughs> I'll answer later. Yeah. I'll just tell him to keep calling me until I'm ready. <laughs> um, no, I'll call him back in just a little bit. Okay. Church starts in 10 minutes at my house. Uh-oh. So I gotta... we have a hard out, as they say, in podcasting. I think I have a meeting at 6.32. What? We or 8.30. Both... One of those times. One of those times. So if it's at 8.30, you can spend the next two hours just like you would in the mornings because you like that time so much. Uh, Yeah. If it's at 6.30, I'm in big trouble. Big trouble. Dude, can't get there. Nope. Um, It's a Zoom call. We're still... Oh, do it here. Yeah. (laughs) During church. Yeah. But also, Nick lives... It's like a two-minute walk from... Your location. From where we currently are. We won't drop any locations. Yeah. Jody, on in three? North, south, west, or east Fargo. Who knows? On, on three? We are going to say recommendation. At the same time? Same exact time. Wow. Okay. I'll give you three seconds to think about one. One, two, three. I baked one, an apple pie two, with three. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that wrong? Did I do that?
I thought I did what you wanted. Don't make a statement, a recommendation. <laughs> well, okay. I have to make a statement. I have to make a we'll statement. We'll try this again. No, no, no. We'll try it again. Can make I, your statement. And then I'll describe it. Yeah, and then we'll make a recommendation. Okay. No, no, rec- no, recommendation you're make first. And no, then make your statement right now, and then we'll recommend something. I don't... You can't do this. I don't generally love apple pie. Do you love your mama? I do. Yeah, I do, but I don't generally love apple pie. It wouldn't be the one I choose. If you I love had, pecan pie. I love pecan pie. And I like pumpkin pie. And I really, I like banana cream, like coconut cream, banana cream, whatever. There's there's a lot of pies out there. Right? Can, I, can I be honest with you? Sure. I judged you super hard there. <laughs> well, I don't like apple pie either. I like <laughs> apples. I love, I love apple crisp. That, yeah, yeah. But... So here's why I don't like apple pie. So you got bottom crust. You yeah. got like that top crust over it. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Make a normal apple pie. Yeah. Then you have all that filling. Yeah. It's so hard to eat. Yeah. And just not worth it. Right. Just eat a, an apple with cinnamon on it. Right. Okay. So we're in agreement. Yeah. Now, I baked an apple pie yesterday. Mm-hmm. And when I say I, I mean... Lauren and I, with our friends Ricky and Julie, we baked an apple pie, and it was so much fun, and the pie was really great. Yeah. So, my current recommendation would be apple pie because it's fall, but not because I love apple pie, because... You love fall. I love spending time with my friends, and I love fall, yeah. You're here for... You... Yeah, you are here for me. (laughs) I'm here for you. (laughs) What's your recommendation? Then, then we'll have to close. Wow, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, My recommendation is to put your phone on do not disturb during a (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one because I'm getting another call. This one is my wife, not Chuck. All right, he has to answer this one. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the Fargo Christian Podcast. Episodes will be releasing on Monday mornings. And you can find us on Instagram at Fargo Christian or at your local coffee shop. We just might be there.